always remember that the person who was before you, the problem they're coming to court with, could be the most important problem they have in their lives. Hi, I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation. Welcome to another New Thinking podcast. Today, I'm in the Harlem Community Justice Center with Acting Supreme Court Judge Kelly O'Neill Levy, who came to the Justice Center in January of 2013, just a few months ago, from the Bronx Family Court, where she was handling child abuse and neglect cases. I thought we'd sit down and talk a little bit about the transition to her new position and her vision for the work that she'll be doing here and has been doing here the last few months. So welcome to New Thinking. Thank you, Rob. It's a pleasure to be able to sit down and talk with you about the Harlem Community Justice Center. Transitions sometimes pose challenges as well as opportunities. And I was wondering what you've seen so far as as your challenges and opportunities as you've made the transition from a more conventional New York City family court to a community court setting where you're hearing both family and housing cases as well as interacting more with the community. Uh, There have been challenges as far as getting up to speed. We've worked really hard to get up to speed, but many of the issues that are facing the litigants that we have in Bronx Family Court or the issues that are underlying people's concerns here in housing court are the same. And what is wonderful about what we are doing here is often you hear when you're listening to a litigant other problems unrelated necessarily to non-payment. And the beauty of the Harlem Community Justice Center is we have resources right here. We have people to assist these litigants in the underlying problems, whether it's mental health, whether it's adult protective services. So it sounds like it's a a more holistic approach. Yes, it's the holistic approach. And we're thinking of all different ways that we can be serving this community in our court. One of the things that we are going to be launching in the next few months, custody and visitation cases that will originate in the Harlem Community Justice Center. Litigants will have an opportunity to choose whether they want to commence a case for custody and visitation in our court or go downtown and commence the case in the downtown family court. I'm also going to be doing Article 78 cases, which are appeals for an administrative body. So if someone has an appeal based on a decision that the New York City Housing Authority has done, they have in the past had to go to Supreme Court and do an Article 78 case based on an administrative decision that has taken place in, for instance, a NYCHA case. Now, if I am the judge who's handling the landlord-tenant case, I will also be handling the administrative appeal, and that also is a holistic approach. Because unfortunately, what has happened in the past is sometimes the Supreme Court judge was unaware of what was going on in the landlord-tenant case and the person could have possibly gotten a victory in Supreme Court, but by the time that case was heard, they may have already been evicted because that judge was unaware of the status of the exactly where the landlord-tenant case was at that time. So it sounds like there are a lot of advantages to bringing the cases here to the Harlan Community Justice Center. It's local for the litigant. They don't have to travel as far. It's more comprehensive because you have a fuller understanding of all the aspects of the case. And there's also services here, like the Housing Resource Center, that can support litigants and landlords as well. We're very fortunate because we have this resource center right in the building. So both 
tenants and landlords can go to the resource center and get assistance on how to navigate the process, which can be very intimidating, as we all know. So let's talk about community engagement. That's a guiding principle of a community court like the Harlem Community Justice Center. Why do you think community engagement is important, and how has the Justice Center given you opportunities to to work more closely with the community? It's essential that we have community engagement because we are here to serve the community, and it's given us many opportunities. We have the resource coordinator in the courtroom. She is able to reach out to the service providers that are in the area that are assisting our litigants to see what they need and how we can assist them better. We also have a church that's right across the street that is hosting programs for our parole reentry program, which assists people formerly incarcerated to get back into society. We've talked a lot about your housing cases, but I know you also handle family court cases. Maybe you could tell me a little bit about what those cases are and how the Harlem Community Justice Center does things maybe a little differently. We handle juvenile delinquency cases and custody and visitation cases. The things that we do differently is that the custody and visitation cases, there's mediation to help parents work out the conflicts that they're having. And with regard to the juvenile delinquency cases, we have services here in order for these families to be able to work through the juvenile delinquency justice process. Each child, they are living at home and they meet with the social worker in the court to assist them in making the changes they need to make in order to ensure that they don't have any rearrests in the future. Do they need drug treatment program? Do they need counseling? And one of the things we just started, somewhat based on the work that I had done in Bronx Family Court, is to recognize that the parents are such a critical role in making sure that the child is able to make those changes. So we've started a parent support group. Some of the parents have been able to really turn things around, assist in transferring their children's school, helping to enforce curfew. And what we wanted to do was have those parents be able to assist the other parents who may be having struggles with getting their child to adhere to a curfew or navigating the process of transferring them to a different school. The other component to the parenting group is just an education of what the whole juvenile delinquency justice system is about and what they can expect. And uh, we think that this is really a helpful new component that we've implemented in the Harlem Community Justice Center. You've had a chance to learn about the community. So I wonder what, what have you learned and seen so far? Well, this has traditionally been an underserved community. And one of the things that is great about this court is that the size is less intimidating for people than a traditional court. We are on a much smaller scale. There is only one courtroom. There is only one judge. And that gives us an opportunity to do exciting things, which can, we hope, build confidence in the justice system. One of the things that we are doing is we are translating pre-printed stipulations of settlement. And right now, many attorneys come to court with pre-printed stipulations of settlement that they then negotiate with tenants and insert the applicable numbers and timeframes that a tenant would have to comply with in order to resolve their case. 
and there are many Spanish-speaking litigants who would not have the benefit of leaving the courthouse with a document that they could truly understand. And so what we have started is a process of getting the pre-printed stipulations of settlement translated into Spanish. Of course, the document that I would review and sign would all be in English, but a Spanish-speaking litigant would have a reference when they left in Spanish. And I think that that alone would be one step in assisting the public confidence in our justice system. That translated stipulation, other judges could use around the city because it's a uniform language, I assume. Yes, certainly. If some of the larger firms who may practice in other boroughs in the city, they certainly could use that translated stipulation if they find that they're having that same issue. So I wonder, do you have a philosophy of judicial leadership? I know you've only been here a few months so far, but what does it mean to you to be a community court judge? If I had any philosophy of judicial leadership, it would be to always remember that the person who is before you, the problem they're coming to court with, could be the most important problem they have in their lives, and to always make sure that they feel that they've had an opportunity to be heard and that they've had a fair adjudication of their case. And so one of the things I really enjoy about being a community court judge is that I am able to give people that opportunity to be heard and I am able to consider whatever their issues are and really try to solve their problems. Well, I want to thank you very much for sharing some of your experience with our listeners. I've been speaking with Acting Supreme Court Judge Kelly O'Neill Levy about her experience here as the presiding judge over the family and housing cases at the Harlem Community Justice Center. Thank you, Robert. It's been my pleasure. I'm Rob Wolf, Director of Communications at the Center for Court Innovation. To listen to this podcast and others, visit our website at www.courtinnovation.org or iTunes. Thanks very much for listening.